Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. California's two landmark corporate climate disclosure laws are set to face major scrutiny in the legal world. This week, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, American Farm Bureau Federation, and a coalition of business organizations filed a lawsuit aiming to block the the first-in-the-nation rules, which were signed last year by Governor Gavin Newsom. Ultimately, the outcome of the case sets the stage for a legal fight about California's ability to force large corporations and big polluters to disclose their emissions. And it's also likely to impact if and how the federal government and other states advance their own climate disclosure rules. So today, we chat with Politico's Jordan Woolman about the legal challenges ahead for California's climate disclosure rules. It's Friday, February 2nd. So this is a pretty big deal, this lawsuit that came out this week from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the Farm Bureau, the California Chamber of Commerce, and a couple other business groups suing California over these two climate disclosure laws that would compel thousands of big companies based anywhere in the country, so long as they do business with California, to disclose their emissions for the first time in the U.S. And those disclosures would also include controversial scope three or supply chain disclosures. These are emissions generated not by the company itself, but from its customers and its suppliers. Basically, in the lawsuit, the chamber and uh, its coalition argues that the laws are first and foremost costly and burdensome for businesses. And then sort of in in a more legalese or granular sense that they violate the First Amendment by compelling speech on a quote-unquote controversial issue like climate change. And also that California is, in their allegations, acting as a de facto national emissions regulator. And how is California Governor Gavin Newsom and state Democrats who supported the two laws, how are they responding to the lawsuit? Are they standing by the laws or is there some reaction to this level of pushback? It's pretty interesting to to see the reaction. So, you know, in terms of official stuff, Governor Newsom put out an official statement that he's still reviewing the lawsuit, but pointed to two remarks that he previously made expressing support for the law. But it's important to note here, though, that that doesn't tell the full story. One law would compel disclosure on emissions. The other law would require disclosure on climate-related financial risks. So it's both the company's carbon footprint and then how climate change is impacting their bottom line. So he made some lukewarm comments specifically toward the more aggressive law regarding disclosure of greenhouse gas emissions, saying that he was concerned about the implementation timeline in the law, the cost to businesses that businesses could incur. And then importantly, that he thinks that the law could use some quote unquote cleanup. Now that has generated a lot of speculation. There's been very few details about what that could mean, but it should be noted that the California Chamber of Commerce also wants cleanup and that they're pursuing that track in addition to the lawsuit that they signed on to. So there's a lot of talk that the language that was signed into law might not stand as is even without the lawsuit. Again, language that we haven't seen, details that remain vague. But it's also important to note that in Newsom's proposed budget this year, he didn't fund the California Air Resources Board's rulemaking. That's not specifically targeting this law, I should say. He didn't fund a number of new laws that were signed, California is facing a sort of historic budget deficit, and so it does sort of go beyond just this narrow issue. But this law was sort of swept up in those challenges, too. And I'll just add quickly that the the bill sponsor, Senator Scott Wiener, 
from San Francisco, a Democrat. He spoke to me this week saying that the law in his mind is legally defensible. It'll survive in court. And that if anything, it just shows, in his words, the Chamber of Commerce's climate denialism. The law, to his point, does merely request data about emissions. It doesn't mandate actual emissions reductions. So in his mind, the Chamber's opposition to just mere disclosure of data is, again, in his words, climate denialism. Given its first mover status and aggressive climate agenda, of course, what's at stake for California as far as this legal fight over its you know, landmark disclosure rules? It would be pretty significant in terms of the dent that it would do first to California's sort of reputation as being a climate leader. Senator Scott Wiener himself, the author of the bill, said that he hopes these disclosures will sort of prompt peer-to-peer competition among businesses to, on their own, reduce their emissions, even while he also makes the case that I just outlined that this is merely a data request. A loss here for the state could prompt a series of dominoes to fall on this issue alone of climate disclosure. And of course, Scott Wiener makes the case that a win for the chamber in this lawsuit does have legal ramifications when it comes to the First Amendment questions that were raised, California's ability to set nation-leading laws given the chamber's argument that they're being a de facto emissions regulator for the nation with this law. So it does impact California's ability to sort of go above and beyond whatever national environmental policy is set. And at the federal level, of course, we know the SEC has stalled on finalizing its climate disclosure rule, in part because, of course, it's looking to ensure the rule does survive legal scrutiny. As you report in your story, other states are potentially looking to copy California's laws as well. So how could the legal fight in California potentially impact the landscape more broadly? Absolutely. So a key question that I've been asking that I haven't yet be able to get a great answer to is, is this lawsuit a template for a potential future lawsuit from the chamber on whatever climate rule the SEC finalizes? And the general theory goes that a law is on solid, more solid legal footing than a rule. So that sort of bodes better for the California law to potentially survive in court. But if it's struck down, I think that it really does call into question the ability for the SEC's rule to stand. So we have very, very similar climate disclosure bills circulating in Washington State, Illinois, and New York. And the chamber said itself that it wants to scare off these copycat efforts. And just in the last 24 to 48 hours, I've spoken with the bill sponsors in Washington State and New York. They're having opposite reactions to the lawsuit, sort of showing how this divide could play out. The Washington State bill has been significantly watered down into basically studying the issue So that bill is no longer going to require any disclosure if it were to pass. Whereas New York, the bill sponsor that I spoke with is emboldened in sort of pursuing his climate disclosure bill and standing up to what he sees as sort of the chamber's effort to squash any and all efforts to compel disclosure in this sense. Also, Republican lawmakers are seeking to undo the Biden administration's rules, setting stricter efficiency standards for residential gas furnaces. Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas on Thursday introduced a Congressional Review Act resolution of disapproval backed by 30 other Republican senators. 
It's the latest GOP rebuke of the administration's energy agenda, and it comes as DOE once again faces criticism from congressional Republicans over its efficiency rulemakings, like its actions to shift toward electric home appliances. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch, and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Norma Malichael is the podcast producer. Annie Reese edited the podcast this week. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Monday. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline and they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.